It's me. I'm Rebecca. I have a podcast now. It's called Classroom Crush. Isn't that interesting? Isn't that funny how um, I once wrote about, I still do, write about podcasts, and now I've just decided um, to be like very embarrassing and have my own podcast? Very stressful. I'm very vulnerable right now, everyone. Everyone, the three people that are listening, my mom, my dad, and Patrice, Patty. Um, so this is my podcast. It's called Classroom Crush. And what it is, is we're going to be talking about crushes from when we were young and childish and emotional and in elementary school to high school. Because if we get any like further than that, then I'll start getting really depressed because I'll realize that not much has changed and I'm still alone. So we're going to... It'll just like get a little too real for me. You know, that'll be bad. But this is going to be fun. <laughs> I've decided that this is going to be fun because I would listen to this podcast. I don't know. I want to fucking die. But anyway, so what's going to happen? Let me explain to you this podcast. I feel like I'm yelling. Um, every week I'm going to have a guest on the show. And I do have a guest on the show. I'm not going to introduce them yet because that's what, like, podcasters do, even though you will probably already know because you read the description. So I'll have a guest on, and they're going to bring with them the name of a crush, a crush that they had when they were younger, and I will also have a crush to talk about, and we will discuss them, and we will joke about them, and we will talk about all of the sad stories and the funny stories, because, so here's the thing, when I was growing up slash today, to, to this day, people have always said that, like, oh, Rebecca, you're so, like, boy crazy. You're so just, like, obsessed with boys and blah, blah, which, like, yeah, I am. But that always felt super, super minimalizing and just very condescending. And I hated that because the, these people, like, fucked me up or just did something real to who I am as a person. So it's like, why are we discarding this? It's not fair. Let me have these feelings and let me be an emotional woman because I'm a woman and I have a microphone. So that's what we're going to do. Anyways, this is the first episode of Classroom Crush with Rebecca Bolnez. That's how you say my last name, just so you know. Also, I'm realizing a lot of people probably have never heard me speak. So I'm sorry that this is um, what my voice sounds like. I'm assuming that people on Twitter are listening. <laughs> like four people. Anyways, today I have Ashley, my good, good friend, Ashley Chupp. Hi. What a whimsical last name. Whimsical. Chupp. All right. Ashley Chupp. Yeah, baby. She's great. She looks gorgeous. I'm already doing that thing that you shouldn't do with podcasts, which is talk about things that you see, but... Do you just want to describe my outfit real quick? She's wearing a strappy um, tank. Yeah. A, a visible bralette, I'm ooh, assuming. Ooh. It's very good. Her hair is quite... Um, turquoise, <laughs> is that what it is? <laughs> I don't know, colors. I went to art school for like a minute and then like everything went away. And then I was like, no, nothing. Just rest assured that I'm super hot. She's a total babe. And she Don't look has... me up. Don't look any pictures of me up. Oh Just my God. know that I'm hot. I'll, yeah. Just imagine it because that's what podcasts are for, the imagination. Um, anyways, you have a crush that you I had. have had so many Me crushes. too. That's why we're friends. Yes. We I feel like, yeah, other. this is one of our main points of bonding, I think, is our, like, obsessive fantasy yes. life. And Hollywood Handbook. Yes. We are friends because Shout of Hollywood Handbook. Shout out Hayes and Sean. Shout out Hayes and Sean. If you're listening, you're not, but I love you. <laughs> but, yeah, we both love boys and just love talking about them, yeah. and that's okay, and that's it's great. fine. So who is the crush that you have brought to me today he's not here physically in like the so I bound and gagged him and threw him in the trunk of the car hot please welcome Jacob is that his name actually yeah, yeah. his name is Jacob um yeah this is the one I picked because I mean obviously there have been so many yeah uh, but this one was kind of one of my longest like off and on crushes during high school mm -hmm. and I think my non-relationship with him really kind of uh set me up to fail in the future in a lot of ways. It just kind of started this, like, very complex relationship between, like, attraction and shame that I carry with me to this day. Speaking of attraction, what did he look like? 
So he was like, very. Slash, what does he look like? I mean, he probably is. Still I have no idea exists. what he looks like now. You know, yeah. I just I haven't even like until you told me about this show, and I was like, who should I talk about? I had like had not even thought about him for like many years. Um, so I have no idea what he looks like now. But in high school, he was like, uh, you know, very preppy. Would wear a lot of polos. I remember <clears> he used <throat> to wear the same Puma sneakers. Like, oh or he had like Puma sneakers in like a bunch of different colors. I'm just remembering this now. That I'm going to remember style. a lot of like creepy details. I think. Yes. Okay. I also, hope no one from high school is listening to this. No, this is a warning. Also, I should just say before we really get into it, I am using real names. You don't have to. My guests can choose. I will not use full names, even though I really like using full names. But no, I'm ready to start drama. Yeah. I'm ready to post this podcast and be like, y'all want to know what really went down? So chaos shall reign. Hell yeah. Love and it. also, we're probably going to sexualize some children here. And this thing is, it's not problematic because we're speaking <laughs> from our, <laughs> our younger selves. <laughs> but like, I can say, can I say that they were hot? Yes, I can. You can, yeah, they you were can hot. say that they were hot to you when you were a child. That's yes. normal, right? It's fine. Yeah. We're good. Yeah. So Jacob had pumas. Yes. Lovely. And he had like, I don't know, short hair. He, like, tan skin, mm. dark hair. You know, that was, like, a thing for me. Really skinny. That's still a thing for me. Just, like, emaciated boys are, totally. like, my shit. Yeah. Um, and, yeah, and he would always wear these, like, I don't know, like, just weird, like, seersucker shorts or, like, some <laughs> kind of, like, very preppy, uh, like, you know, bright-colored polo shirt with some, like, khaki shorts or something like we that. We have so. some similarities. Yeah. Okay, so my crush that I'm going to talk about today his name is Marcio. Ooh. Marcio. He was also tan and had dark hair because he was an Argentinian boy mm. in Miami. And he was like straight up gorgeous. He had like freckles mm -hmm. and green eyes. But can you just imagine that with like the tan and the dark hair and like being Argentinian? Yeah. He was like a soccer player. So he also wore like hella polo. <laughs> <laughs> and... He was my crush from, I would say, probably, like, around sixth to seventh grade, around that yeah. area of, like, desperate preteen life, you know? And he was just, like, the most beautiful boy I'd ever seen, <laughs> right? Yeah. Like, why did you initially like your crush? Um, that is... I, I, like looking back, I struggle to understand why because he was not very nice to me. That's why. Um, that's literally yeah, exactly I think why. That's probably why. I think it was also because um, I was homeschooled up until tenth grade. Shit. Um, as my family was like crazy evangelical, um, and we went to like a weird ass like culty church. Um, so when I hit tenth grade. I was allowed to go to public school because I was going to attend a magnet program for like really smart kids. Yeah. And that was the only reason I was allowed to uh, do that. Um, and I remember that uh, he, his family was also like Christian, not in the same, not like quite as crazy as my mm -hmm. family was, but I think like along those lines. So I had been introduced to him through like some mutual friends before I started the program because like everyone was worried about me because I'd never interacted with kids my age. Like <laughs> what is I didn't know to how her? Yeah. I didn't know how to like exist as a social human being. Um I was really, really behind in my social development. Um so I think Well like, girl, you've caught up. <laughs> I know I have. I'm but sorry, go on. <laughs> um so I was had like our families had some kind of like you know meet and greet before I started school just so like I would have a touchstone there like someone that I knew and so I think that kind of started it for me just because he was kind of the only person I had met before he was like context almost. yeah it was like it was like okay this is a person that I have at least met one time mm -hmm. and you know um it was just like a tiny bit of security so I think I kind of latched onto that early on and then that just kind of turned into this like whole dramatic obsessive horrible thing that lasted like three years um and just like fucking ruined my life well no yeah I mean I could totally see how that would happen though I mean like if you have someone who is like your rock in a new situation it's hard to remove that like importance almost yeah and I have not as extreme but a sort of similar thing where so I 
went to this crazy, like, private school till second grade until the person who my mom was dating's parents <laughs> decided to stop paying for me to go, obviously, because they broke up. It's a long story. <laughs> we'll get into it at some point. Um, so then I went to a new school, this K-8 school, and I had... I made this friend named Mika, and Mika is going to be very important to this podcast. She's integral. Mm-hmm. Um, she was my best friend. She was like my person, and I was super depressed when I first went to that school because I had basically just like had my life ripped away from me. Just everything around me was gone. Uh, I was alienated from like old friends. I um, didn't see brother and sisters that I had like. It's a very complicated situation, so I was very alone, but, like, Mika was kind of this other weirdo that, like, clicked with me. And so she was my one person when I moved to that school. And she was one person I would hang out with on weekends, and then through that, she had this group of friends slash cousins. There were a couple... She called them the cousins. (laughs) And, like, some of them were actually blood relatives, and then... Some of them were just kind of like in the very like Hispanic way of, oh, no, we're all just family Mm because we've always been around. Um, She was also Argentinian. Uh, She had a cousin named Damien. We called him Dami. (laughs) And his his best friend was Marcio. So all I was doing was hanging out with Mika and her cousins, and I kind of became a part of this group. And then Marcio was always there. And... It was always going to be so hard for me to stop having a crush on him mm-hmm. if I was to continue hanging out with yes, those people. Yeah. Because how do you do that? Like, the instant that you decide, like, oh, maybe I should stop having a crush on this person because nothing's happened is the moment that they, like, do something cute around you yeah. and they look great and, like, they remind you of all of the reasons that you're into them. Every time. It's a trap, honestly. <laughs> it's the worst. And what? so what was... What was he like? What was what do you remember being drawn drawn to besides just like that he was there? Um, yeah. <laughs> so this we were like never gross. I wanna be I wanna be clear that like we were never like friends. We were never close. <laughs> oh, okay. Like it was not like I just did this thing that I have been doing my entire life where I just kind of was like, oh, I like this one and I'm going to just obsess over this and get really invested into this oh, yeah. thing that I know will never happen because that is just like what I do. Yeah. Um, but he was uh, super smart. He, I think, was our class salutatorian. What um, the fuck is that? Like, it's <laughs> like no second idea what that to is. the valedictorian. Oh. So he graduated like second in our class. God, um, am I dumb? <laughs> no. Uh, Sorry. So he was a lot smarter than I am though this is like one point of pride I carry with me to this day the one class in all of high school that he ever got a B in I got an A in baby 10th grade English maybe you guys would have completed each other just kidding (laughs) I'm not gonna like put that in your head um but I think okay so here's why I think that I was I mean one he was really cute to me um two he was yeah he was really smart and three he was like kind of cool not like not like super cool um, but cool. like cool in like an indie nerd kind of way. And you know? which is also very accessible when you're yes. like a young girl who's like probably a little edgy, you know? <laughs> yeah. I mean, I hadn't found my edge quite yet, but like <laughs> it was in there. Um, so I think, it, yeah, it, he was like out of reach enough to be tantalizing, but like mm-hmm. not so far out of reach that it was like, why even bother? Yeah. Um, and that compared, like combined with the fact that um, he was just like always kind of weirded out by me <laughs> and I just like needed to show him that I was cool and and that was just like I don't know I looking back it's so humiliating because I would always back when I was in high school um it was like kind of just after the the aim instant messenger phase mm-hmm. but kind of before smartphones and like fast texting and stuff so we would all Facebook message each other yes a lot oh um, yes so I would literally, like, Facebook message him, like, every day after school, Aww. which is a crazy thing to do because we were not friends, and I never had a good reason to do it. But What I was did you just... say, though? That's the thing. I Looking back, I think, wow, I had so much confidence, like, because like, I have a crush right now that 
I always have the urge to talk to him, but I know that I have zero things to say. But like me back in the day probably would have just been like, hey, what's up? You know? Yeah. Like, was it just kind of like, yeah, here I am. I exist. Just like, please, please acknowledge me. Yeah. <laughs> just stuff like that. Like that I would never do now. Yeah. Like I, I would never do that now. I, I, I can't even imagine why. I just, I guess I just didn't know better at the time or I just didn't have it in me to control that urge yeah. to just be like, pay attention to me. Acknowledge that I exist. You are not allowed to forget that I'm here. And, and maybe like, it's also just like, I guess you probably just didn't deal with like as many of like the terrible rejections, rejections that you would later that would yes. maybe have taught you something. But yes. I feel like rejections are not. Cause like I have been rejected many a time. I have this fucking podcast for a yeah. reason. Um, but I feel like I haven't, I still haven't like been able to look at myself and be like, oh, here's the thing that you're doing again that yeah. fucked you up last time and that made you sad for no reason and you were just sad for like a year when you did not need to be, you know? And but I also I, I envy the boldness of youth because so so Marcio was like nothing like me. We had zero in common except for that we were all hanging out together and he was like very quiet and I always thought that was like fascinating <laughs> because I I have never changed I was as loud and obnoxious as I am today like I was the complete opposite so that was always very fascinating to me. I'm like what's going on with him <laughs> But also, I'm thinking about it now, I'm just like, he was probably just dumb. <laughs> like, maybe a little shy, but, like, just did not have things to, like, actually say. Yeah. It's like, he just would, like, hang out with his friends and, like, play soccer and stuff. And But I made it my mission to just, like, always try and figure out a way to make him laugh and, like, entertain him, which is a thing that I think I do now as well. But... Thinking about it now, it's like, oh, I wasn't, like, acting like a person. I wasn't trying to actually connect with him person to person. I was, like, almost just, like, a play thing. Like, here I am. Yeah. You know, do you like it? Do you <laughs> like what you see? <laughs> but I do have some fond memories. Yeah. <laughs> like, okay, so once we went to... Um, Key Largo. Uh, I'm from Miami, guys. Uh, 305 till I die. Um, Hurricane Irma. <laughs> <laughs> Shout out Hurricane Irma. I can like say that because my family's there. They're fine. Um, but also, the hurricane already passed. <laughs> like, just so you know where we're at uh, date-wise, it already finished. So it's not very insensitive. It's fine. Anyways. We went to Key Largo with Mika and her family and, like, the cousins and Marcio. And it was, I was so excited because I was like, we are going to get to sleep in the same house, which we had actually done before because, like, Mika's family was super chill. Like, since all of these cousins were around the same age and whatever, we would all, like, just have sleepovers. And that was always the most fucking exciting thing to me. I was like, there is a boy. He is sleeping mere feet from me. And it is thrilling because he's beautiful and I'm just gonna watch him <laughs> which I for sure did um but so we went to Key Largo this is when I first got um contacts but I had like these one a day contacts that you know you don't have like a case for them you're supposed to take them out and like put on a new one mm -hmm. the next day um so I realized the first night that we were there that I left my contacts but I had already like taken out my contacts and thrown them away. So the rest of the weekend, I was fully blind. <laughs> like, I fully, I, and I did, did not have my glasses. And it was embarrassing, but I was also like, oh my God, this is great. I'm never like fragile. You know, I'm I, I've always like wanted someone to like want to take care of me. Like, <laughs> I'm like, this is perfect. I could not have planned it better. Marcio, <laughs> help me, I can't find the door. No, literally. There was one night that we were like all out on the beach and it was it was like nighttime and we were like stepping over like logs and stuff. And we were just exploring as young children do. 
And I was like, uh, no, <laughs> where are we going? Guys, don't leave me. And then he like <laughs> grabbed my forearm. Oh my God, so hot. He grabbed my forearm and he kind of like guided me along the way. And I was like, this is peak romance. Yes, like, baby. This is what it's all about. And that made me feel super, super special, even though like I accidentally put myself in that situation. And he was probably just like being a nice guy. Yeah. But it was like, it, it was super embarrassing but also just very like maybe there's a chance you know and there was another time so okay so there's like the Hispanic thing people do where they like kiss each other on the cheek they do Mm -hmm. like the mwah but it's it's always just like cheek to cheek contact right it's never lips on cheeks Mm -hmm. because that's not what it is I remember so vividly one night we were all hanging out and he came over, and he was greeting me, and he gave me a kiss on the cheek, and his lips were on my cheek. Ooh. And I remember texting Mika and being like, oh, my God. Like, he kissed me on the cheek, but, like, he really kissed me on the cheek. <laughs> and I felt fucking high. I was like, this is beautiful. I felt, like, so many butterflies, and I just, like, ugh. It was the smallest, stupidest thing, Aww. but, like, I want it back. Did he ever validate you? Okay, uh, while you were <laughs> telling small these ways. stories, I remembered one time in a 11th grade English class. Uh, so I sat right next to him in 11th grade English, which nice. was, like, the bomb. Like, that was it was accidental, but just, you know, where you sit on the first day is kind of just, like, where you're going to sit for the rest of yes. the class. I still remember the first day of 11th grade English. Like, me and my friends were sitting, and then he and his friends sat, like, right next to us. And I was like, hell yes. And also just, oh like, my what God. a sexy class. Like, you know, yes. your English class when you're a junior. Like, mm. Yeah. So he was, like, right next to me all year. I'm pretty sure. I might be, like, I don't know. I don't think about these times very much <laughs> yeah. for, like, obvious reasons. So I might be, like, a little bit wrong there. But I'm pretty sure that's what it was. Anyway, one day... I remember he, I was really cold and he gave me his his uh the shins sweater oh my uh, god to wear during class and it was like the tiniest little scrap of like acknowledgement of niceness I'm he, wet 90% like. of the time he was so mean to me and would make fun of me constantly but like this one time he like gave me his little zip up hoodie with an indie band logo on it that's to wear for class. And then, but here's how I ruined it. Oh, no. Um, like, the next week, I was, it was, like, a weekend, and I was out doing something with my family, and I was just, like, still riding that high, and I was like, I'm going to text Jacob. Oh. So I texted him, and I was like, hey, remember that time you let me wear your hoodie in English <laughs> class? <laughs> and then he responded, and he said, you need to stop doing this. I'm never going to like you like that. He said that? Yeah, and then I was like, oh, my God, why would you even assume that that's what I was trying to do here? Like, you're a jerk, and I don't like you. Oh, my God. I'm like, <laughs> no, that that's scars me. That is awful. It was one of the most humiliating moments of my entire fucking life, and I carry that with me every day. And it's why I'm, like, so hesitant, I think, to, like, go out on that limb anymore. Mm-hmm. Um, just because, like, that rejection and it was it's like it has not really impacted my life in any other way than how I've like emotionally internalized it and like made it impact my life you know yeah but like it's still something that is like such a part of my experience that like to this day like fucking 10 years later I still can never bring myself to like be that vulnerable around someone that I like anymore because I just can never forget like how small and like shameful I felt in that moment this is why I'm doing this (laughs) podcast (laughs) no honestly this is something I really want to talk about because like they these moments stay with you like this is this is unofficially the segment of how did they mess you up and this is how we messed you up because they're so small but I think like this is a universal truth for most people I think it's just like the things that you remember most vividly are usually the very embarrassing things. Mm-hmm. And that's like, that's crushing. I yeah. hate that. And I, I get it. I mean, I think, I don't know if there was ever a full-on rejection from Marcio particularly, but it was a fade out. And it kind of, 
it set up a, like a lot of my teen, like high school years um, with like this precedent where, which this, this is something that like follows me to this day. So the aforementioned Mika, she was like my best friend and um, we're cool now, just so you know, we're, <laughs> we're cool now. We're fine. We've talked. She knows that I'm doing this podcast. She's like <laughs> basically a spiritual like executive producer on this show. Um, <laughs> but this was one of the first guys that I kind of watched um, fall for Mika instead Aww. of me. And Mika fall for even knowing that I oh, liked no. him. Which is, you know... We talk about, everyone's like, oh, why is there a female competition, blah, blah, blah. Like, it starts young, yeah. you know? But also, we're in this very small world, and there is that thing where it's like, oh, if, if I see you appreciating someone as a person, I will now see all of the things that are great about them mm-hmm. and kind of hop on that train. But I remember so vividly, like, when she texted me, uh, like one night um, when they were hanging out and I, I wasn't with them. And she was like, I, I remember she, she phrased it, she was like, oh my God, Becca, I think I like Marcio. Oh no. And she was like, I don't know. He just, he sat next to me when we were hanging out tonight and like he kind of had his arm around me and. Oh, Mika, and like, you bitch. I know. <laughs> Poor Mika. She's so nice. <laughs> She's nice now. But, but no, yeah, I mean. And, and and it's it's so these emotions are so big because you're young, but like, yeah, it was truly awful because I, I could never, be like, oh, don't like him because yeah. the, I like him. So this was the first time that I like saw that happen, and the first time that I also kind of let it happen. Yeah, and but it also just kind of confirmed everything that I had already believed about myself at that time because like. I was this girl with, like, which I still am. I look the same. <laughs> I just have, like, this big curly hair and, like, these thick eyebrows. Before fucking thick eyebrows were cool and trendy, <laughs> like, I had these thick Cuban eyebrows that I was totally made fun of for. And Mika was, like, and, and I, I was dancing, so I had, like, a rockin' bod, but, like, I didn't think I did. I thought, you know, I still had, like, a Cuban butt and, like, a little Cuban little, like, belly little <laughs> thing, even though I was so, like, fit. Um, and, and then Miko was, like, she was Argentinian, but Argentinians are, like, very white passing, you know? Mm-hmm. And she was this, like, very pretty, very skinny um, blonde girl with like these big eyes. I have these like small little almond eyes and like, and she had bare boobs in me at the time. <laughs> like she had, she, she was like growing up before like I was and she was very smart and very funny and cool. And it was just like, oh, okay. Yeah, no, of course he would like her. Like, of Aww. course he would like her and not me. And this sucks so bad, but I really like hanging out with these people. So I'm just going to like sit through this terrible like awful torture until we sort of like I sort of at some point I guess stopped hanging out with the cousins I was still friends with Mika Mm -hmm. um yeah this was the first in a long road of complicated trio dynamics between me and Mika and the boy I liked and I feel like we're similar in this way where yeah, I feel things. Everyone have cr- has crushes, whatever. But like, I feel things so intensely, yeah. and I think it comes from that. Like, I never let go of that like hugely intense like emotional attachment. Yeah, and it's not like I'm gonna be a, a crazy person and and be like, well, mercy, why? <laughs> but it hurt. It sucked, and that totally played into where I'm at now. Where it's like, I don't want to compare myself to other people, but when this happens to you, and this is, like, one of the first, like, big ones that hurt, you don't forget the way it feels in your body to just, like, be like, ah, yes, I, if anything, if anything, I would be a second choice, and that's, like, a stretch. I think we, like, we definitely have that in common, (laughs) because I think someone, one of my friends uh, once described me as aspirationally hoardy, (laughs) which is so perfect, because I'm only into people who are just, like, a little bit too good for me, Mm -hmm. Um, and those are the people that I tend to really fixate on, 
um, just like always kind of aspiring out of my league. Yeah. And I was absolutely doing that as a kid and in high school and even before, um, you know, like I said, I was, I was very behind socially. Yeah. Um, and I didn't, it was really, really difficult for me to, to catch up with my peers. Um, cause once you're already behind socially, it's so hard to kind of catch up and learn all that stuff, especially when you're in a like tiny little insular magnet program like yes. I was, which where by the way, same. Yeah. <laughs> like, you're yeah. not meeting new people. Um, every class is just the same group of kids. So they all knew me as the weird homeschooler. And even by senior year, when I was kind of finally at ease and understood how to talk to people for the most part, um, there was already that kind of precedent there that I was like the awkward, strange one. Yeah. Um, so that happened to me a lot too, where I would just get really into someone and then watch them like, you know, get fall for someone else in our class or like one of my friends and, and there's this part of you that wants to be like, you know, what, why not me? Like, don't I deserve it? But then you look and you're like, well, like well, yeah. she's obviously like prettier than me or like yeah. funnier or smarter or cooler or like whatever. Like I know I'm the weird one. I know I'm a freak and like, I get it. And yeah, yeah so it's the sort of like, not even necessarily female competition, you know, yeah. it's just this kind of it's like comparison. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Comparison. And like feeling like you are always on like the, the less good side of yeah. the comparison. And thank God we're total babes and dating someone now. <laughs> no, yeah. We're babes, but we're single. Um, in my opinion, we're babes. I think, yeah, I, I like think, myself um, now a little, this is like, I mean, obviously we have like a, full and complex friendship as two human beings way outside of just our crushes. Yes. But um, I think that is like kind of a big point of where we are kind of kindred spirits is we have the same kind of approach to just getting very like obsessively into someone who's probably just out of reach yeah. and just really attaching a full on fantasy life to that. And like you said, neither of us, we're both smart enough that we know where the line is and we're not going to cross it. Yeah. But we're like now. Yeah. We are now. Then. Yeah. 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 But we're definitely like right up against that line all the time. Oh yeah. I wrote like a thing in the one year of college that I went to in my creative writing class. Um, it was called uh, How to Fall in Love with Boys Who Are Probably Indifferent About You. Mm. And that's like, indifferent is the perfect word, um, at least for me currently. Back in the day, who knows? But <laughs> I want to know, something that interests me a lot is um, music. Yeah, baby. So I have songs that I like related to this crush and that I would like make mental music videos for. Do you have any songs that you like listen to a lot or or bands or something that you like related to Jacob it's very interesting so I remember um I was really high school is an interesting time for me because I was not exposed to pop culture at all before yeah and then I was around people who like listen to music and watch tv shows and I um uh, I still have these like weird gaps in my pop culture knowledge from like the 90s and the early 2000s because I just wasn't exposed to it um so the way I kind of got into music was just whoever I thought was cool, whatever they listened to, yeah. I would just be like, I like this now. Um, so I remember like the, all the people that I thought would like Parker, he was like the coolest person in my class <laughs> and he would wear these band t-shirts. Of course and his I name would, is Parker. Yeah. Obviously. I would always go home and Google whatever like band Parker wore on his oh, t-shirt that, that day. Very cute. And I'd be like, oh my God, Parker, I totally love Block Party. They're so good. <laughs> Block Party? Low key? Good. Yes. Still good. Um, <laughs> So, but I remember, like, Jacob was just into the most boring shit. Like, I tried to get into the shins. I tried to get into the Decemberists. <laughs> I tried so hard for him. And I had, and even today, I was like, I'm going to try listening to these bands again just to, like, see if I feel any different about them now. And, like, no, I had the same thoughts listening to the shins this morning as I did 10 <laughs> years ago, which is, why am I wasting my time on this when I could be listening to Fergie's The Duchess? Ashley Chupp does not fuck with the shins. I do not. I don't care who I offend with this hot take, <laughs> but the shins are boring. Zach Braff is shaking. <laughs> <laughs> don't at me. That's so funny. So I, like, I obviously... I'm not in the same boat. I was obsessed with music. Um, oh, my God. I just love music. I love, like, 
live music. <laughs> it's just like when you go to a concert. It, I'm just making fun of my. I, <laughs> I can't even do this bit because that was me slash is me, <laughs> and now I'm sad. No, I love music, and I. No, I, I yeah. But I'm just like very uh, over trying to like cool shit. Yeah, and I know that most of the shit that like dudes think is cool. I do not like. Yeah. Like, no offense, but I hate Radiohead. I know you love Radiohead. I'm like, yeah. But I, I I've can't. seen Radiohead. Uh, <laughs> I, I saw them. I was uh, on the rail, first row. <laughs> <laughs> no, no, it's fine that you don't like Radiohead. I'm over judging people. <laughs> I'm just kidding. I'm judgmental as hell. But no, if you want to judge me, I, no, this, I'm not guilty about this at all. I was, I related Blink 182's first date to Marcio so hard. <laughs> Do you know this song? No. In the car, I just can't wait to pick you up for our very first date. Is it cool? I mean, what if I just sing the whole song? Yeah. Um, that's not me doing a full blink impersonation, and I'm not going to. Mm-hmm. Um, but no, so there are a couple of lines that like, well, also, also I just loved Blink-182 at the time. I still do. Fucking whatever. Um, and there... There are some scary true lines. I'm gonna just I'm just gonna recite these in of yes. um, reciting lyrics voice. So also I never went on a date with Marcio, but like <laughs> the lyrics are just so real and I would just cry about them. So there's it goes, Do you like my stupid hair? Would you guess that I didn't know what to wear? I'm too scared of what you think. You make me nervous, so I really can't eat. That part's not true because oh I can always God. eat. Wait. Then, the, then it goes into the chorus, but then the other verse. This one's so real, and I remember exactly, like, the night that I listened to this after I hung out with them, and I was like, this is my life. <laughs> so, <laughs> when you smile, I melt inside. I'm not worthy of a minute of your time. I really wish it was only me and you. I'm jealous of everybody in the room. Please don't look at me with those eyes. <laughs> Please don't hint that you're capable of lies. I dread the thought of our very first kiss. A target that I'm probably gonna miss. Wow. We never kissed. Um, can I tell you? So there are two songs that I think, like, as you were talking, I kind of like remembered yeah. um, that I did kind of get really in my feelings about during mm-hmm. this time. The first one, and this is highly embarrassing to admit, uh, The Killers, Andy, You're a Star. Andy, You're a Star is the best fucking killer song. Don't be embarrassed. But no, but it's 100% about like stalking a crush. Who does not cool. like you? So, <laughs> no, yeah, like no. that is one hundred percent the song, and I was listening to it, being I'll like, "Oh my god, this song gets me." Oh, that's a great song, though. Um, the other one is uh, broken. also very sexual, though. Yes, yes, super sexy song. Uh, yeah, the other one is uh, "Broken Social Scenes," uh, anthems for a seventeen-year-old girl. Uh, I was good. a seventeen-year-old girl at the time who was very upset. Obviously, like everyone knows that song. Yeah, "Dream About Me." And These are good just, picks, Ashley. Yeah, just this like kind of desperate, like pathetic, like acknowledge me, yeah. <laughs> please. I'm here and I exist. <laughs> Um, so like both very revealing, I think about my emotional state at the time. I didn't realize then that that was weird and strange, but looking back, I'm like, oh yeah, that was maybe a little, a little intense for someone who like very clearly was never interested. Yeah. Well, I don't know. I look back at these blink lyrics and I'm just like, still true because I still have stupid hair (laughs) and I still don't. don't know what to wear. But no, I remember, like, when we would all hang out in a room, I would just kind of, like, watch him. And I would really, honestly, it was like, why can't all of you leave? Like, I have no excuse to be with you alone, but you should all leave, including you, Mika, because (laughs) you're stealing him just by (laughs) just being a person. And I was real emo in these blank lyrics. Can I show you? This is not going to be fun for the podcast, but I don't care. You can show me a picture. So I went through and <laughs> I was I have a folder called Marcio Content. Oh no. Baby. <laughs> These are some there's just a few pictures. But I just want you to imagine. Okay, what's 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 happening in this picture? Oh look, this picture he's probably like 13 and he's just like in a hot tub. <laughs> oh my god, this is the most 13 year old photo I've ever yeah, seen. Yeah he's got a hair sweep a hair, like a hair swipe. Oh my in the god. Front. That really is good. Two thousands, baby. He looks okay. I feel weird because he looks so young. So I'm not going to sexualize him now. <laughs> but 
He yeah, was, that's a child. That's a child, <laughs> yeah. Also, so I tried to go back and look at our Facebook interactions, mm-hmm. and I couldn't because, like, he deleted it, and oh. he has a new one now, which I'm yeah. like, wow, you're a coward. Um, but I, I got into my Yahoo email, my, like, first Yahoo email, uh-huh. um, because I'm doing hella research for this podcast, guys. I'm <laughs> getting, like, a lot of material, and I'm shuddering. It's all terrible. <laughs> so I saw that he posted on my wall twice. Ooh. Do you know what he said both times? What'd he say? It was like, wow, you won't believe this product. He was hacked. Oh, no. Both <laughs> times he posted on my Facebook, it was like a Facebook virus. And I'm sure my poor little heart fluttered so oh, hard seeing no. that notification. And nope, nada. Nothing at all. So... Anyways, I feel like Jacob and Marcio would probably be friends. Okay, I just found a photo of me and Jacob at our, uh, like, a little mini reunion um, at the holidays after our graduation. So the first time everyone was back from college, we all had a little get-together. No. And I got him to take a photo with me. Okay, he cute. Yeah. (laughs) I I would have had a crush on him, like, 100%. He's just, like, the most standard white boy that's, like, He's tall. not white, okay? He's Korean. Oh, he's Korean? That's embarrassing. <laughs> no. He looks like 90% of boys in Miami that I had a crush on. He's tall. Yeah. Well, compared to me. The thing is, I'm jealous because you're short. <laughs> and all the, I think I was taller than Marcio, probably. Not great. Hey, that's hot. Eh, no, not... Anyways, what else? <laughs> what else is there? So, like, what is... Do you think you ever, like, look for things in him or look, look for things in people that you found in him to this day? Or is it just, like, the general way that you approach? Um, yeah, I think that he was kind of, like, the first um, instance of a lot of patterns that I got caught in and I don't know if it was necessarily because of him or if he was just the first one Mm -hmm. Um, but just like you know I dated a guy for two years who was just very mean to me Um, and that was a big part of it because I think um, Jacob was like really mean to me and he would make fun of me a lot and it was all kind of like in good fun and I was always a really good sport about it because I didn't want to come off as like, you know, I was already the weird one. So I didn't want to come off as both like the weird and the like sensitive one. Mm-hmm. Um, so I would let people just be fucking shitty to me and I would just laugh at it with everyone else because I felt like I had to, yeah. you know, and and and, and also, also just, like yeah. I, I liked it. I liked making people laugh and I wasn't funny yet. You know, a lot of people are like, oh, well, like, when did you realize you were funny or whatever? Like, I wasn't funny as a kid. Mm -hmm. I got funny after just enduring enough fucking trauma that it was like what I had to do, you know? Um, So I wasn't funny at the time, but I always did enjoy making people laugh, even if it was at my own expense. So it was kind of like I let him be really mean to me and almost encouraged it because it's. It is still a form of intention. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. He's still like acknowledging that you exist. Yeah. He was still looking at me and like talking about me, and that was something. Yeah. And like next time people want to like condescend to young girls or just kind of minimize their experiences, just realize like they feel so small already that it's like even if you're giving terrible attention, they'll latch onto that. Like, yeah. So it was like, that was, uh, I don't know, a pattern that I think I've mostly broken out of at this point in mm-hmm. my life. Um, I'm really done with that bullshit. But for a long time, it was like, um, I don't care what kind of attention you give me as long as it's attention. Mm-hmm. And um, just almost kind of being into people being mean to me because it was it was like a... It was validating the stuff that I already felt about myself. Yeah, that I it's something was, that you can understand. Yeah. Whereas maybe if when we were young, we just got the like love and attention in that form, maybe it would feel foreign and we would reject it. Yeah. You know, 
and I, I think that all the time. I mean, my mom used to tell me that, like, like, oh, this boy probably likes you. And I'm like, you're fucking dumb, mom. <laughs> I love you, but you're an idiot. Because it's it's hard to accept those feelings when you, I mean, it's that whole thing, like, how are you going to love someone you can't love yourself? Yeah. Amen, RuPaul. Yeah. <laughs> um, but, yeah, I mean, I wonder how it would have turned out if he did give, I mean, I feel like it would probably have been a way shorter time span if he did like you. Yeah. You would have probably maybe. Oh, yeah, I would yeah. not have been hung up on it. And I probably would have been turned off by it because I hated myself so much Yeah, at that age. Um, that I There was a, a guy that in my class who did like me, and he, like, wanted to date me. And he was, like, you know, he was cute. I mean... Now, by my standards now, he was like, absolutely not. But, like, then, you know, I was like, my standards were different. I was raised by, like, a psycho-evangelical family. So he was, like, a staunch Republican, but that was, like, okay with me back then. Yeah. Um, so, you, like, and he yeah. was, like, he wanted to go to military school and stuff like that, which, like, I, I don't know. For some reason, that was fine with me at that age. Um, but the fact that he, and we had a flirtation going, and I really enjoyed that part mm-hmm. of it. Um, and we would, like, text each other until really late at night, and, and I liked that. Um, oh, yeah. But then once it got real and he was like, hey, let's go out, I panicked and was like, no, like, I can't. I can't do that. Like, I don't know. It was just, like, I liked him up until I realized that he liked me. And then and there was, for like, some reason, through. it was just an immediate switch. Like, I couldn't even articulate it, and I didn't even know, like, and I was really bad at handling it at that time because I didn't know how to be, like, I don't know what it is, but like now that you've just admitted that you like me, I don't like you anymore. Like mm-hmm. I didn't know how to, I didn't understand what was going on inside of me at that time. And I didn't know how to articulate it. So I was kind of a douchebag to him, but, yeah. but yeah, it was like when someone did actually like value me as a person and want to be with me, I was like, ew, what? You're no, weird. thank you. Why would You're I do gross. that? I'm interested. Did your parents know that you like, did you talk to your parents or did they have any suspicion that you liked Jacob slash any boy and what were um, they like? My parents were like, I was not, I think it was like kind of understood that I wasn't allowed to date. And if I was going to date someone, it would have to be a nice Christian boy that my parents knew. But wasn't Jacob um, a nice Christian boy? He, he was. And I think my parents kind of would have been okay with mm-hmm. it if they had known that I liked him. Um, but also my parents and I have never had the relationship where I could talk to them about that kind of stuff. Yeah. And if I did, it would, I would have just been met with a lot of like shame and like weirdness. And, and I was not, my parents were never safe people to talk to about my feelings, mm-hmm. um, any of my feelings. So I never would have, like, I never talked to them about it. I never would have, yeah. you know? So if you want shame, you could just go to Jacob for that. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> like, um, so, yeah, I don't know. I think they probably would have been like, yeah, at least it's like a, you know, at least it's a boy from a godly family who goes to church. But, yeah, um, yeah we just never had, I never had the kind of, like, safety or security with my parents where I could talk to them about that kind of stuff. Yeah. I Did your mom re- like Marcio? Oh, I remember my mom was like, oh, my God, he is cute. <laughs> <laughs> um yeah, I mean, my parents, I'm, you know this, probably a lot of people know this because I talk about my mom so much. But, yeah, I mean, we're very close. She knew that. She's been through, like, all of the, he likes Mika instead of me phases of my life. Aww. And it was very sad. But, like, what can she even say? I mean, she was, she was great. She's always great. But there's nothing that's going to fix that. There's nothing that's going to fix, like, feeling like you're just, you're just, Standing next to the good one. Yeah. You know? Oof. And that's the thing that is probably not completely gone from me, especially being in Chicago and being in, like, a super small community of, like, improv people yeah. and, like, cute white girls. I'm like, there's another Mika for you. <laughs> but also, people don't have an excuse anymore because Mika was, like, 12. <laughs> <laughs> Anyways, I think we're going to wrap it up, but I have one last question for you. Hell yeah. Do you have a crush right now? Oh, you know, I have, I have plenty, of, give a plenty little, of crushes who are all way out of my league. Give a little summary on your top crush. Okay, well. A little, little, just brief. Everyone who 
knows me knows who my top crush is. It's someone I've never actually spoken to <laughs> and never will. Yeah. Um, someone who is, you know, we're both involved in the improv comedy community. Ooh, we're getting um, dangerous now. I know. I'm just, <laughs> I, all I will say is this person is an improviser who is way beyond my level and probably knows that I exist in that they've seen me around, but like probably doesn't know my name or like any identifying details about me. Um, but I am so committed to just obsessing over this person and really just like giving my all to this one thing that will never happen. And I think that's why, like I, I, invest in the things that I know will never happen because it's safer that way. And I know that about myself. I'm working on it. We have uh, grown, but only slightly. Only (laughs) so much. Um, Thank you for coming on the show, Ashley. Thank you for having me. I am so honored that to kick off your brand new podcast, you would have an absolute fucking nobody on your show. Shut up. I needed to be safe and comfortable. I needed someone who I know would love me. I love you. No matter... If I had a bad first episode or not, maybe we put it in the, gra- the in the garbage can. I don't think so. I think it was fine. No, we had fun. Ashley, do you want to plug yourself? Hell yeah, baby. Uh, you can follow me on the social medias at Shleechup. Um, S-H-E. No. Nope. S-H-L-E-Y. Yeah, there you go. Uh, guys, the at symbol is the A in my name. Do you get it? It's clever. Literally, I think I followed you for like over a year until I realized that. Uh, <laughs> which is so which also me and Ashley are friends because of Twitter we were yes. Twitter friends and then she moved here and, and like that's really embarrassing and now we're real friends um, I don't know when this is coming out me neither <laughs> so I won't plug any shows or anything but come out to the IO theater in Chicago I'm there almost every single day maybe so you'll like, see her around you'll probably see me come say hi or don't live your life I don't care just remember what how you visualized her in the beginning of the podcast remember when we did that when it yeah. was the beginning of the podcast remember when you pretended I was hot so when you see me just like hold on to that image oh my god I think you're so hot but I also like we did a whole podcast episode yeah, baby. Oh, wow. Ashley's great. She also has a podcast called Iconic. Hashtag yes, Iconic. Hashtag Iconic. Me I've and, been on uh, it. Yes, Rebecca's been a guest twice. I said like so many times, which I probably said a lot of times. Oh, yeah. In I this episode. always do. I've been like DIY podcasting for years, and I still have not learned to stop saying like all the time. It's our brand. It's fine. Um, yeah, that is a show that I do with uh, my friend Mary Alice, a.k.a. Malice. She is very cool. She's very funny. We watch, like, old classic movies, and we give our millennial hot takes. And it's hashtag iconic. Hashtag iconic, baby. Um, what if I plug myself right now? Is that do funny? It. Guys, if you don't know, which I highly doubt that you would be listening to this, and <laughs> you don't already know this, but I'm on Twitter at... Almond Milk Hotel LOL. because fucking I thought I was so funny when I first got a Twitter. <laughs> Some people still like it. Um, yeah, I'm indie. Yeah, uh, mm-hmm. yeah. Once I shook Jeff Mangum's Jeff. Oh, once I shook Jeff Mangum's hand. He's hot. He looked like Castro when I met him. He had a Castro beard. <laughs> oh no. Um, which brought me back to my homeland. <laughs> <laughs> he shook my hand and I and he signed my notebook. And then I put in after on my notebook, I put, will you be my Valentine? Question mark. And then it says like, dash Jeff Mangum. So I like made Jeff Mangum (laughs) ask me to be his Valentine. That's very funny. I'm so fucking sad. (laughs) Anyways, thank you so much for listening. And thank you, Ashley, for joining me. And I guess we'll be back with another episode at some point because I think that I'm trying to do this for real. Um, Also, if you're concerned about the longevity of this podcast, I do have a lot of crushes and like (laughs) we'll be good for a hot second. All right, thanks. This is Classroom Crush. Uh, School's out, baby. (laughs) 